Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, what are we going to talk about this week, Kyle? Well, we're going to be talking about um, why IBC is not investing. We've had some people, you know, ask us about this, and they are taking it as IBC is an investment. Yeah, we want to set the record straight that that is absolutely not what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so IBC is not investing. You guys, uh, you'll hear us talk about educating yourselves. And what Kyle and I are talking about is educating yourselves before you go and invest in something, whether that's real estate or uh, even your qualified plan. Um, We aren't talking about educating yourself to invest in IBC because IBC isn't investing. No. You should educate yourself before you implement IBC in your life, for sure. But don't mix up the fact that IBC and investing are the same thing because they are far from it. No. IBC is saving. We are using a savings asset to build a pool of capital while investing is taking risk where you can lose capital. Right. We are financing investments with IBC to create tailwind. Yeah, good point. We're creating tailwind with our investments by creating a financing system, which we control. Yes, and then you're also not having to answer to anybody but yourself. Yeah, it's it's becoming your own banker. You're in control of, of capital. How many people like being told what to do? I know I definitely do not. <laughs> so I do struggle with that from time to time. Yeah, so... That this is this is a system to where you take control. Yeah, and to uh, to hit on Kyle's point about adding a tailwind, why is that? Well, most people don't take the time to capitalize a fa- a finance system in their lives. Okay, capitalizing r- when you're talking about IBC is paying premium into a policy. Okay, you have to build a pool of cash value from which you can borrow, and. Now, instead of what most people face, a headwind, they're paying somebody else interest to use their money, or they're paying cash, and they lose out on the opportunity to earn interest. Now, you have a system that's still working for you while you leverage it. It's adding tailwind to your investments. Yeah. Or anything that you use it for. IBC does not have to be used for investments. You can use it to finance automobile purchases, uh, home purchases. Anything that you choose. It can be used as an alternative to a savings account. I mean, it, it's a, at the bare minimum, it's better than a savings account. Absolutely. Not only do you have death benefit protection, but when you structure policies for cash accumulation, that becomes massive. Yeah, over a 20-year period, there's no, there's no comparison. Right. I mean, you have to look long-term because there is some loss of liquidity in the beginning, but wow. <laughs> yeah. And you have guarantees. Like, I mean, you know it's not going to go down. Your bank account, not going to go down either. But it's also, with today's interest rates, it's not moving up. No, not at all. You know, with this system, you're just creating a place that you're in total control of. Should we uh, move on to why we were so interested in IBC, Kyle? Sure. Um, I guess for me, I was... I know I wanted to work for myself and farm with my dad. And I needed to find out how I was going to do that. And I looked at different options and a qualified plan or a stock market 
that was not going to be the road to me, you know, doing what I want to do. The qualified plane, I couldn't touch until I'm 59 and a half. The stock market, I knew nothing in. And once I put money in the stock market, then it's, 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 in, it's in the stock market. And if I want to use it, I pull it out and it's not earning for me anymore if it was earning. So I, I looked around and looked around and came across IBC. Well, here's a place where I can start saving capital and the value never goes down. It's going to grow more than a bank. It provides uh, death benefit protection. So when I get married, if I'm, you know, some crazy idea that I have, if I die, I mean, she's going to have some death benefit to cover that. So it's no skin off her back. Absolutely. I mean, it provides you with tax efficiency. Yeah. Um, And then I was able to, this money that I've, you know, that I've been able to save, I've been able to use it to buy equipment for, you know, our farm. Okay. Talk about, um, so you've created this, this IBC policy, this system for yourself to use as a financing tool. Talk about your, your process of educating yourself because you were educating yourself to invest in things. It just wasn't in the traditional places that people do like the market. Yeah. I was just like, so for my aspect being in the agriculture side, I was looking at people with cattle, how they, what they were doing to make money. So I studied rotational grazing, studied, um, you know, selecting the right cow type for low inputs and stuff like that. And then I've also now been diving into regenerative agriculture trying to get the co-op, the fertilizer man, you know, out of that thing too. Like we're trying to kick the banker out of our finance system. So just trying to learn things that are going to, you know, propel uh, my other business. What is, what motivated you to like regenerative ag? What motivated you to want to look down that path? Why did you want to educate yourself about that? Well, looking around, you don't see many farmers, um, saying how happy they are and, or, you know, how much money they have. And we're constantly just killing things, you know, or, and I'm just trying to see, you know, there's gotta be another way to this. And then there's some guys who haven't figured out where, Hey, they're using low inputs. They're promoting life and they seem a lot happier. And I'll add something too. You know, I worked at, for a farmer for five years out of college And I wish that I had pictures from when I started that job to when I, when I left that job of fields and how much erosion had happened in those fields from traditional farming practices. I mean, aren't you trying to, by educating yourself, figure out ways that you can prevent that, those things from happening, which ultimately just cost you money. Yeah, exactly. So you created an IBC system to go out, start working for yourself, do your own type of business. So your business is where you've done your investing, not in the market. Yeah. Yep. And I, I follow some guys who do some stock market investing and they are very, they're very interesting people. They're very successful and it interests me. But what they're doing is they are, um, they're studying it themselves. They are actively investing. They are not handing some Joe Blow Oh, here, take my money because you know all the right, the hot stock picks, you know, they're figuring it out on their own. Yeah. And so they've educated themselves in that. Okay. They've educated themselves about investing and something too, that we should make clear to everybody because they get this confused too. They believe that 
Saving in a 401k that's invested in the market is saving when it's actually investing. I know that sounded a little confusing as I was talking, but when you put money into a qualified plan that is invested in the market, that is investing. That involves the chance of loss. And yeah, so you're taking investors' risk while paying um, normal taxes, ordinary income tax. You're not getting the capital gains tax rate, which is likely lower than what your ordinary income tax rate is too. Right. If you aren't receiving a match inside of your qualified plan, I would look very closely of whether it's worth doing that well, qualified How plan. is it advancing what you want to do? You need to look at what you want to do and figure out how you're going to get there. And is that qualified plan or is you know handing your money to a financial advisor because they're going to make you millions? Is that going to get you where you want to go? See, we're, we're, the, we're anti-finance. Like, we're kind of anti that world. We're not saying, hey, we know everything. We're just trying to teach you a system that we've learned for ourselves to grow our own businesses and show you how you can do it for yourself. We're not taking control of your money. This, Like we've said before, this is all about you becoming your own banker. For sure. And you know, like Kyle's saying, we don't believe in, in handing control of your money over to Wall Street or big banks that somehow know what is better to do with your money than you do, okay? If you invest in yourself and start spending some time educating yourself, not only about IBC, which is what we help people with, but about things that you truly are interested in, whether that's cattle, farming, um, I mean, anything that interests you guys, real estate, those are things that you can really do good at in life if you just spend some time educating yourselves. I spent six months, uh, and I'm still educating myself on this, but six months before I did my first IBC policy, seven months actually, I think, and I can't even measure how many millions of dollars that's going to return to me over a lifetime, but this system is so powerful and just the act of educating yourself instead of turning on Netflix at night is going to reap rewards throughout my life. Oh, that's going to piss some people off there. (laughs) It's just, I mean, it comes down to having to want it, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? Well, yeah, the peace of mind it offers you. I know that my cash values are only going to grow every every day. They're not going to go down in value. I have guaranteed minimums by contract. And it's contract law. It's not tax law that I'm worrying about. I don't have to worry about like the government constantly changing laws and stipulations about how to use my own money. I mean, that's, the, that's a huge thing. Like we put money away in qualified plans. It's our money. We're letting somebody else control it and then tell us when we can use it. You know, I'm like J.G. Wentworth. It's my money and I want it now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and just to reiterate that, I mean, how many times do you want to go to your financial advisor and ask them on this coronavirus deal, well, have they added an exception so I can get some money out of my qualified plan because, you know, I could really use some right now. I mean, it's crazy struggling right now while having maybe... Twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars and locked up in qualified plans. I mean, that just does not make sense. And if you could just spend some time educating yourself about, I mean, whether it's investing um, in the stock market, in real estate, in cattle, in farmland, I mean, in some type of business, or whether that's starting an IBC financing system, that is worth 
a ton and it's it's hard to even quantify what that is is worth in your life yeah i mean we're we're building a system that you can choose how you want to use it so you like if you want to remain if you want to be employed where you're at now because you love it that is awesome and you can choose to stay there because you have you have a pool of capital if you aren't so happy where you're at and you want to do something on your own or just go somewhere else like here's a pool of here's a pool of money you have built up where you can start that business you know you can you know move to that other place to get that other job or it gives you the ability and the foundation to potentially take on opportunities in your life yes i mean the bottom line this is foundational this system is foundational you everything you do can build off of this and this system can morph into whatever you want it to be. It is uh, infinite. It's infinite. It's so flexible. I mean, it is just that powerful that we, we felt that we needed to share this with everyone and, and try to um, teach them, you know, what this can do for them in their lives. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're here to share what we have learned. That is, that is our goal. Absolutely. Um, Again, the point of this was just to to reiterate um, or just to um, reinforce, reinforce. Yeah. Some comments, you know, we've heard people mentioning that this might be some type of investing and we just want to set the record straight that we might mention investing in this podcast, but we're just talking about educating yourselves to invest, educate yourselves before you do IBC. Don't mix investing and IBC together. Um, in terms of IBC is investing, they can work together to do this, to, to finance your investments, but IBC itself is not investing. And always invest in yourself first with education. Yeah. I, going back to you again, is that, is that what you did? What did you do to invest in yourself? Invest in education. Yeah. Just podcasting, books, conferences. Yeah. That was investing in yourself. Yes. So, you know, you don't have to get a college degree to invest in yourself, guys. No. Today, the college degree means less than it ever has. Yes. And and I think many people would tell you that they have learned more um, from hands-on working in the job than they have from four years of college. Probably a lot more on Twitter than... (laughs) college yeah i mean there is tons of information out there you just have to be want it and go get it yeah you gotta want it so okay that is everything i have all right well we will see you next week this was the cash value solutions podcast remember to subscribe rate and review the show check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com and don't forget to tune in next week